friends, welcome to The Great Silencing with Testimona. You are now listening to the COVID edition, aka the bioweapon edition. I don't think that it is that uh, new shit that they've been advertising from the uh, lab at the Boston Medical University with the alleged 80% kill rate. So that's some new shit. I don't know when that strain is uh, gonna drop. I don't know if they'll do a marketing rollout for it. Will it be like Drake's certified Loverboy album? Will it have its own emoji? I don't know. Do you ever wonder if, you know, these fucking psychopaths that just operate in the shadows, like, you know how they got like strains for, we got like strains for weed and shit like that. This totally sounds like a stoner train of thought. I have not smoked weed in like almost 13 years. I'm actually celebrating 13 years of sobriety in like less than a week. So um, I am just really bizarre naturally. But uh, you know how like fucking, you know, dispensaries, they all got like different strains of weed, different, we mix this, we mix that, we did da 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 Like, you know, people that grow weed, we'll, we'll be out there doing gain function research with that shit too. I wonder if, if on the black market, they got, they got the same shit, but for viruses, <laughs> for viruses, just so, you know, like, I wonder if these rich genocidal maniacs can just go shopping on the black market for certain viral strains that they might want to release or just make sure, you know, the other leaders know, keep it behind some plexiglass, you know, as like a flex and like just kind of a reminder for your adversaries or Maybe your partners in commerce, if any of them raise fucking taxes on trade, it's like, hey, guess what I'm letting loose on you and all your people? Uh, guess what this one's kill rate is? You know what I'm saying? Guess what's gonna happen to you, motherfucker? This is like Ebola 7.1. Try to fucking vaccinate against that shit. And guess which one will kill you faster? <laughs> okay, this is fucked up. I'm sorry, but I, also it's, you know... That's pretty realistic. Most people are like, what? No. Um, yeah. So anyways, let's talk about, uh, now that we just talked about uh, mildly touched on bioweapons, which by the way, bioterrorism has been going on and is currently being waged from like chemtrails to actual viruses to like the glyphosate in all of our elements. That's been going on for so fucking long. Like, can I, oh, where are the fucking documents? This is the problem with being sick and doing a podcast is you're like, shit, I wasn't ready. <laughs> um, I've had downtime. So I've, I was like doing a bunch of, uh, you know, I have all these uh, videos from throughout the years from uh, Freeman. If those of you who know Freeman, the investigative journalist, Freeman TV, um, I have a bunch of his videos that got banned from the internet on a hard drive. I got them from him uh, when I met him in Texas back in the spring at a float fest. And I was like, dope. And I just started like going through a bunch of them. And I'm like, holy fuck, there's like... You could watch what's on this hard drive for days. It's ridiculous. But there's some really good shit on it. But he was talking about something like that too. And uh, this was a long time ago. Bear this in mind. That's what's such a trip. Is like a lot of the so-called conspiracy shit that we talk about now. Or in the last couple years. Like this dude was like ahead of it. Like fucking 
almost 20 years ago. I'm just like, Jesus Christ. It's like fucking 20 years ago. Let's see, 20 years ago. 20 years ago, I hadn't quite been red-pilled. But 17 years ago, I had been. But my like, main guy and my introduction into all of it was Alex Jones. I'm like, where the fuck was... Why wasn't I listening to fucking Freeman? How did I not find his ass? So, I got him now, but I'll have to pull this up and do another episode. Because right now, I got a lot of episodes... Uh, lined up. I'm working on guests right now just because I want to make sure that like there's a lot of really dope people I could have on here, but I want to make sure that they also are like people that know a lot about this subject. So I'll let you know what the subjects are in advance. And I already have my own notes on them and shit, but obviously the incoming central bank digital currency and then crypto as in general, I want to have a conversation about uh, because a lot of people have that really fucked up in my opinion. I'm not a financial advisor or a crypto expert, disclaimer. Uh, but I want to talk about that. I want to talk about the wealth transfer incoming, uh, believing that the FTX scandal is essentially um, a World Economic Forum uh, controlled demolition. I think that was on purpose. They also partnered with FTX as soon as it went under. So, and then I want to talk about the ISO 222s, uh, coins like XRP, XLM, XDC, um, even like Algorand, shit like that. But uh, also now what's going on with ETH, um, if they want to be OFAC compliant, now it's going to take every block an average of three hours to go through if they get to that compliancy level which would be mandatory if the CBDCs and regs, you know, come rolling in, which they are, they already are like the regulations have passed. Um, and, uh, right now the New York fed is doing a CBDC pilot program. They are also partnered with ripple or I'm sorry, with Singapore's monetary authority, who is partner, a direct partner with ripple, uh, so Ripple, which owns XRP, is directly collaborating with the Fed in the U.S. to make a CBDC. So, eh, you know, you might want to shut the fuck up about the whole, you know, you thinking that Bitcoin is going to save your life. Bitcoin is a is a dry run, in my opinion, for the peasantry, and they learned all they needed to. They're not going to fucking use Bitcoin for their centralized currency. You can use it if you want to. But it ain't going to be worth fuck all. I mean, like, unless all of your transactions are, like, just have zero to do with society at all. And everyone you associate with has zero to do with society at all. That means literally you don't go to a gas station. I hope you ride a horse. So, you know, uh, disagree if you want. We'll get to that in that episode. That's one. Um, the other one... I have a theory on what the next uh, black swan event is going to be. If you don't know what that means, it means a false flag. What's an example of a false flag? September 11th, 9-11. The Twin Towers allegedly exploding and, oh, the terror. No, that was a controlled demolition. Literally Google controlled demolition. It looks the exact same. Um, I'm not going to do a 9-11 episode. That was, uh, that's, you know, that's something you should have figured out about 20 years ago. But 9-11 is a really good example of a false flag. Uh, the Nord Stream pipeline exploding, false flag. Um, 
you know, people trying to blame the missiles that allegedly hit Poland the other day on Russia, false flag, those were Ukrainian S-300s. Um, the Reichstag burning, how Hitler kind of got, you know, weaseled his way into power even further. That was the false flag. Uh, false flag means like you start some shit, you pull some bullshit in order to further your agenda because whatever you pulled scares everyone. But it's false flag because you blame it on your enemies or you blame it on whoever it would be most convenient to blame it on in order for your agenda to be accepted and supported by the masses, if that makes sense. So if you're like, I don't know, say the American government and you want to go in and like invade certain countries in the Middle East for... I mean, likely there were reasons that we might not ever be aware of for this. I doubt it was just oil, but like, sure, oil is part of it for sure. Um, Because Saudi Arabia has already passed peak oil. You know what I mean? Like, they're they're already past that point. So, yeah, why wouldn't we go over there? Um, Also, did anyone else notice the, the, the parallel between us being over there and there being a shit ton of opium and opiates being exported from the region and then the opiate epidemic starting here. So, I don't know. There's a lot of money to be made in war, dude. Uh, that's just, that's, that's why these fucking lunatics go to war all the time. But if you wanted to go to the Middle East, you knew they had resources, blah, blah, blah. What are you going to do? Um, you're going to orchestrate an attack uh, or one that looks like one on, uh, American soil, you're going to flip everyone the fuck out and, uh, you're going to do it way in public. And then you're going to be like, Oh, you know, those two giant like skyscrapers that exploded and hit the ground. Well, amidst the fire and chaos and rubble, we found a flawlessly intact paper passport and it tells us who the hijackers are and what country that this is actually the fucking official story. I'm not making this up for those of you who don't remember. They're like, yeah, that's how we know. Uh, and people bought it. And so everybody was like, yeah, let's go to war. So yeah, then, you know, cue 20 years of war. Um, and then we were like, they have weapons of mass destruction. No, they fucking didn't. Uh, they didn't at all. So, but it gave us the excuse to be able to go over there. So that's an example of a false flag or a black swan event. Um, A lot of people have been, you know, preparing for an incoming one. There have been numerous live exercises by the World Economic Forum and company um, of different scenarios, which would obviously point to one. Right now, the biggest thing that they're trying to push through is global passports, digital IDs, digital medical IDs uh, that would be required for your participation in anything, your movement in anything, also your purchasing in anything, which is where the CBDC, Central Bank Digital Currency, does come in. Uh, so in order for all that to happen, this w- what we're seeing is the digitization and the centralization of fucking everything. And again, I'm going to have to reference back, but I might just have to just pull this document off my shelf and start reading it to, oh wait, does that motherfucker still have it? Uh, if he still has it, I got a paper, I got another copy on my computer. I think somebody else might have my hard copy. Um, 
But I might have to bust out Silent Weapons for Quiet Wars again, which I did a fucking podcast that was like two and a half hours long with Nate from the Reality Czars back in, uh, when the fuck was that? I want to say that was either June or July that we did that podcast in. Um, yeah, that was a long one, you guys. That was very long. So, um, yeah, you might not be able to, like, dig that up. I mean, it is on my YouTube, and, like, you can also just go to the reality stars and, like, look for... I think it's the one that says, uh manufactured food crisis and something, something else with testimony. I can't remember what he titled it as, but regardless, if you've read silent weapons for quiet wars, the document's only 48 pages long. Like just fucking read it. I'll link it in the show notes to this episode. How about that? Just read it because it literally breaks down on an algorithmic level how this matrix, this simulation around us works. It's fucking eerie. I'm not going to lie to you. It's probably one of the most disturbing things I've ever read in my life, which is hard to do. I've seen some weird shit in my time on this planet. I've seen some very disturbing shit. Um, This is a whole new level of like, what the fuck? So... I would suggest it. Um, I will link it. I just sent it to a friend of mine who builds algorithms, actually, uh, just because of the certain formulas that are listed in that manuscript. You know, it's a bit above my working knowledge of uh, whatever the fuck that is. It's not any math that I took. I mean, I made it all the way through to statistics and then I fucking, you know, was done. But uh, so I don't know what the hell that shit is, but somebody who designs algorithms and programs, artificial intelligence, like my friend, he's going to know. So I'm like, Hey man, fucking look at this shit. And why don't you tell me what the fuck that is? So he's doing that right now. Um, (laughs) since I talked to all my friends like that, uh, but yeah, so he's, he's looking into that, but Basically, we are dealing with a central bank digital currency incoming, and it's already uh, in its pilot phases to varying degrees, uh, even in this country. Uh, Regulations have already been passed. Once crypto regs are passed, say the fuck goodbye to decentralized finance. I'm just letting you, I'm just fucking letting you know. They're just going to nuke all that shit. Um, If you really want to hang on for dear life, just make sure that your shit is never kept on an exchange. They are dropping overnight. You could have thousands of coins on an exchange that you think is reliable. Then wake up the next day. The exchange is gone. No one gives a fuck about you and your fucking money. It's like, well, you took a chance and invested in something that wasn't regulated. Tough shit. It's the Wild West. So that's the way that things are right now with it not being regulated. So the smart people know when you get whatever crypto you're investing in, Uh, get it off the exchange. It shouldn't be there at all because those go down. And if it goes down, so does all your money and that's it. It's not backed up. So get a hard wallet. I use a nano ledger ledger. the ledger program is fucking great. Just do that shit. You write down the keys to your crypto. Only you have the fucking password. Hide it. You know what I mean? Make sure you, you hide all your shit. 
Um, if you can afford it, get something fireproof or a Faraday bag. That's ideal. I, I wouldn't say it's ultra necessary right now unless you're someone with like, you know, millions of dollars in crypto, in which case, yeah, bitch, you better have a fucking Faraday bag for all of your shit. Uh, and then, yeah, just, just yank it off of there and, and put it onto your fucking hard wallet. That's all you got to fucking do. Just do that. Uh, and then any exchange can crash and it will not affect what you, what you have. It won't. It can't go anywhere. It's not on the exchange. So hopefully you understand that. I would highly suggest that. But the wealth transfer is coming. And what I mean by that is the abandoning of fiat monopoly money, which it's like cool. It's a scam anyway. But like, you know, arguably so is this. Uh, but whatever, we're just moving from one to another. Silent Weapons for Quiet Wars talks in great detail about this scenario, why it's necessary to centralize and digitize everything. It's so that way the automation of society, do you understand what automation means? Think about automating a, ta a, a task. If you're, you know, if you work in the corporate world or, th or think about an automated reply. It means automatic machine, AI, artificial intelligence, automating a fucking society essentially means not only can you control it and they do this through what they call shock testing. So again, I'm going to tell you to just read the manuscript because I don't have time to read 48 pages right now. Um, they do it through something called shock testing, which they will get into depth about and explain and give examples of. And they also will give you the formula for it as well. Uh, if you want to be a psychopath and try to design your own matrix, go ahead. Um, but automating society makes it predictable and controllable and completely traceable. And I mean, everything is is seen then you have the perfect way to roll in which we're already seeing signs of already i mean cancel culture i think was an early warning of social credit scores dude and a lot of this fuck shit on social media this person's banned that person's got strikes that person's got shadow banned da, 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 da. i've been one of the motherfuckers with a bunch of strikes on different platforms and had my shit removed or had my content restricted from visibility. I got screenshots to prove every single fucking one of those claims because they'll, they'll flat out tell you, you know, everybody knows that, you know, but what is that? That's, Oh, that person's had too many inappropriate thoughts. If you follow them, we're going to ding you and you can't tag them in anything. You can't mention them. You can't find their account or their accounts just flat out gone because they said something that uh, might've offended somebody. I don't fucking know, dude. It's the dumbest shit ever. I personally get my strikes from like uh, either talking about the CIA in a not so positive light, that's been a common one, or you know, speaking out against the vaccine or getting into arguments and calling people a cunt. That, that happened once too. Uh, so, you know, most of it I think is fairly appropriate. I should be allowed to openly criticize the CIA. I should be allowed to openly criticize a garbage fucking mandated pharmaceutical product. I understand it's not very nice to call someone a cunt. We all have bad days. Uh, 
but is that enough to like yeet somebody off of a fucking platform like the fuck dude there's like dude the fucking taliban is like verified on twitter so it's like are we gonna do this or are we not like come the fuck on so just knock it off um anyway so 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 let's that's what a social credit scores red flag for that would have been, you know, the fuckery that we're seeing with kind of social media, which you could consider a shock test, in my opinion. Shock test meaning like, let's, let's do a dry run. Let's shake shit up a little bit. Let's see how these humans respond to the stimulus, stimuli, whatever. And uh, we will gather data and take note of how they will be more predictable in the future by observing how they react to a series of these events right now. Uh, that's why it's a good idea to not flip out about anything. Um, unless, you know, somebody's coming for your kids and trying to brainwash them or stick them with like some Jim Jones genocide shot. Uh, but it's interesting. None of y'all want to scream about that shit, but you all want to scream about like, I don't know. Um, somebody maybe hurting your feelings on the internet. Like you, a lot, it's so backwards. I feel like the, I feel so bad for kids these days because most of their parents are fucking children. So then it's like, they just have to raise themselves, which I understand that, but also <laughs> just letting y'all know Usually when you have to raise yourself in a world that is very parasitic and very, you know, it's got some teeth to it, um, that kid's probably not going to, you know, have it real easy. Uh, the, the kid might not even fucking make it. I'll put it to you that way. Um, or they will, but they'll, they'll have a few dents, you know, they'll have to work some shit out once they, uh, once they make it out. Uh, so, you know, just letting you know, people who have kids, don't be a fucking idiot. Um, understand that if you have kids, they do come before your fucking internet feelings and you should probably be, uh, more focused on protecting them as opposed to just, you know, staring at your hypnosis device, AKA your phone, but whatever, whatever. So Black Swan event incoming. I believe it's going to be something related to Cyber Polygon, which was an exercise done in 2020. Again, by the World Economic Forum people. I will get into what the fuck that was. You can also look it up. But I'm going to do a whole episode around that because I think a scenario like that, plus given this proxy war with Russia we're in, um is literally the perfect setup for a cyber polygon event, Black Swan, obviously, because they already did it <laughs> um, as an exercise and they did it together. Yes, Russia was involved. Russia was actually like hosting the fucking exercise. So, and I don't mean like they were all in Russia, but I mean like, look, we'll get to it. But Russia was the country that was like kind of doing the most, but all of us were involved in the shit. Like the United States absolutely was. Everybody was working together. This was in 2020. And then what the next year we just decided to be like, we're fucking blah, blah. Gonna do this shit with Ukraine. No, bitch. No, you think it's not connected? No. Um, so that the reason why I think this is because, uh, 
well, there are multiple scenarios that will come from something that was outlined in Cyber Polygon. It could be a high altitude detonation, AKA an EMP. This might be a good time to plug EMP shield, by the way. If you want an EMP shield, I have one. If I have one, you don't have any excuse to not have one, motherfucker. If you want one, just go to empshield.com. Go through their whole website. Look at the testing they've done. They're the only brand on the planet that's certified by the United States military. Uh, like literally cop cars and you know squad cars of all fucking kinds, they have that brand on their cars. So ask yourself why entire counties of police are contracting with EMP Shield to get these devices on their fucking cars. So, and I have one on my car as well. Um, go to EMP Shield, do all the research, blah, 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 empshield.com. Just figure it out for yourself. Don't take it my word. I'm not an EMP expert. Um, I just happened to meet the, the, the owners of that company. And then later down the road, I became an affiliate. What that means is I can say, when you buy whatever you want to buy at EMP Shield, which doesn't have anything to do with me, here's where I come in. Use code TESTIMONA at checkout and you get $50 off of your purchase. That's what being an affiliate of a company is. What's the exchange? I tell you about it. That's it. It doesn't matter. They don't care. Um, meaning like they don't need me to sell EMP shields, but, uh, there are some of us that are EMP shield affiliates, usually people that are talking about this kind of stuff a lot or pretty enthusiastic customers or both. Um, so if you want $50 off of an EMP shield for your car, house, RV, solar panels, uh, literally anything, um, it's not hard to install at all. Very easy. If you want to save 50 bucks, use the code. If you need to be reminded, the notes are going to be in the show notes. All right, now I'm going to move on, but there's the EMP shield plug. Uh, that will probably be more relevant as well when I talk to you about cyber polygon, but that was one of the scenarios. It's basically we're, they're, they're covering and really focused on cyber attacks, cyber security. They were referring to it as a cyber pandemic. And I'm just like, what? Jesus Christ. So basically one of the ways to do that would be to like shut down an entire country's grid, very effective uh, means of warfare. You are seeing it to some degree in Ukraine right now. Um, with these alleged bombings of power plants, which is putting, you know, 80% of large population centers with no electricity, which also means no heat, uh, in the middle of fucking winter. So that is, that, I mean, that's a very terrifying thing to think about. And it's a very effective method of warfare. It's like, you don't even got to get in there and, you know, have violence or shoot people. Like you just turn the fucking lights out. All of a sudden, they have no communication. Um, they likely don't have running water. Uh, they don't have heat to keep themselves warm from you know freezing temperatures. That'll kill you right there. The water thing will kill you right there. Not having any power, well, think about all the things you use electricity for and then subtract them from your life. What would your life be like then if you had none of that shit? Do you know... Okay, I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole, but... You know, that's been something that's been talked about for a long time. It also, you know, wipes out um, 
any kind of like satellites, uh, cell phone communications, whatever. Like everyone's just like back in the fucking dark ages. So effective method for war. One that's been talked about a lot. Um, I don't know how far it's going to go, if it's going to actually look like an EMP or if, again, it would be a false flag and it's just like, you know, us crashing our own shit, flipping the switch on it, kind of resetting everything, literally. However, uh, this has gotten a lot of focus and it would be, you know, we're seeing things like the FTX crash, like, okay, cool, like, good. This is just paving the way for like, more excuses for them to centralize because that was very obviously done intentionally. And we can talk about that on another episode as well, but a black swan event in the form of what was discussed in this cyber polygon exercise would honestly be the quickest way to bring in the CBDC and also digital. I mean, it's like the digital ID kind of has two parts. Like, cause on one hand it's like, well, if everything's fucking digital, then you can just jack it if we get attacked again, motherfucker. But they're going to come and be like, no, no, no. We have this special shit that, you know, can't be fucked with or can't be hacked. And we have all these regulations and we have all these, everything has to be so strict now and blah, blah, blah. So it's a great excuse for them to tighten up the choke chain if they can get you scared enough. They can get you to accept pretty much anything because that choke chain to a terrified person is going to feel like a nice little reassuring hug from Daddy Gov, all right? That's how it works, but, you know, we'll see. So moving on, moving on from that. Um, oh, yeah, I, there's a couple of them on here. So one of them... Me and my friend are doing this one. I don't know if I want to give you guys the angle that we're coming from right away. But there's another one that I have with the connection between Disney and daddy issues. And then there's, you know, some stuff on toxic relationships. Um, there's something a friend of mine are, are doing that might turn into a series. So I'm going to keep that quiet. Um... Uh, some stuff on chemtrails, obviously, because there's stuff in there that, like, I see these motherfuckers spraying and shit, but there's stuff in there that I didn't even know until recently, and I'm like, oh, fuck. All right. Um, and that would also tie into geoengineering, yes, but a lot of what they're spraying is just straight up, like, fucking bioweapons. Like, it's not, like, yes, cloud seeding is a thing, but a lot of what they're spraying, bro, they're microdosing you with literally anthrax and heavy metals and compromised shreds of red blood cells. I'm not fucking kidding. So we'll get into that. Um, I wanted to do an episode on Project Mayhem, which is uh, essentially, I think that's still going on right now. And it's aimed at the youth, but it is uh, trauma-based mind control. So I would have to get into that. Ooh, I posted about this already in my Telegram. So if you're not in my Telegram chat for this podcast, go on Telegram and search The Great Silencing Uncensored. And I will also put the link in the show notes. Uh, but I already posted about this. Um, Canada's medically assisted suicide program now preparing to euthanize children without parental consent. That's fucking real, bro. 
And that is going to lead me into the deaf panels that Bill Gates suggested at the G20 summit that just happened in Indonesia. So, uh, yeah, that's fucking real. Let me pause and take a sip of my fucking coffee here. All right. That shit is delicious. Um, yeah, that coffee shout out to, uh, Brian Norton. It's a really good CBD coffee that he roasts himself. And then I fucking add uh, some honey that I get from Parma Pastures Farms. Big shout out to them always. And then I add a bunch of chaga powder, which is, no, it's not a psychedelic mushroom, but it is from a mushroom. It's just good for immunity and such. Um, so, you know, get put, put some fucking health in your coffee, all right? You're going to be drinking it. Get some CBD, get some fucking chaga, get some fucking, definitely the best honey I ever had. Holy shit. I cannot believe I got so much honey from them back in uh, October after the self-reliance festival. My voice was like mad blown out after that. And I had so much honey and like November's not even over. And I'm like on my last small amount like I've gone through so much fucking honey in six weeks it's it's insane all right all right back to uh Canada just murdering people to uh save costs okay all right so Canada's medically assisted suicide program now preparing to euthanize children without parental consent that shit is fucked up essentially they're valuing human life at about thirteen thousand dollars a pop um, they're essentially doing it because they're like, and you can, you can get this. Like I said, you could be a minor under 18 years and not have parental consent. They'll just fucking kill you. All they got it. You got to get like two doctors to sign off on it. And you have to say that you're suffering from some form of condition that you can't get relief from. In one of the videos I posted that was covering it, it covered a patient who didn't even want to die, but he was going through with it and already had his doctor's signatures. I mean, he wasn't that old. He, When I say older, I mean the dude was probably in his 50s. Like, that's not old to me. That just means that you're not young, but you're not, like, old, okay? So... So he's likely in that age range. I don't think he was older than that. So he's not old, okay? He does have a disability. I'm not sure what it was. I don't. I'm not, I can't remember if they said what it was. Um, but that wasn't even why he was doing the suicide program. He was doing it because he couldn't afford the cost of living. And his rent was going up and he wasn't going to be able to afford it once his lease was up and had to pay more and couldn't afford to live anywhere else. And because he's on disability, he's on a fixed income to the people out there. Let me tell you some shit who think that people are just living the high life on disability. You're a fucking idiot. I'm telling you that right now. I've seen what those fucking benefits look like. They are not enough to live on ever. I don't give a fuck. Like unless you're somebody who doesn't pay rent and pays zero bills, 
in which case, cool, you have some extra money. But here in the U.S., SSI and SSDI payments range from about $700 a month to $1,200 a month total, okay? Um, Does anybody know anyone who can live off that much in a month? Like, unless you, you know, I don't know. Some people can. Uh, Being homeless is a great way to do that. But um, if you've got a mortgage or a rent payment, bro, or you got to pay for gas for a vehicle that you fucking drive, or if you buy groceries or, you know, anything like that. And if you're on disability, you likely have medical expenses and co-pays that you have to fucking pay for. Can you do that with fucking seven, eight, nine hundred dollars a month plus everything else? Uh, No, not unless you you know, live on some land, you know, somehow dodge property tax. Maybe you live in a yurt that you built. Uh, You're completely off grid. You have no cost of living. You grow all your own food. You have your own water source. Um, You ride a horse and it doesn't need, you know, it doesn't worry about the uh, fluctuating prices of fuel so I don't know that, you know, there, there are ways that you can sure. But like, I'm just saying, come the fuck on. So, so like for the people that are like, Oh, fucking government benefit people, shut the fuck up. Like coming from a motherfucker who probably never has been on benefits or known anyone who's been on benefits. Like I, I assure you, nobody's having a good fucking time collecting disability for whatever fucking disability they on. Like everyone, I shouldn't say everyone. 90 something percent of the motherfuckers I know that have been in that situation don't like it. They don't like it. They, they would rather be fucking not suffering from a fucking health condition that the feds were like, all right, fucking here's money. It's not easy to get disability. You have to, you have to actually be pretty fucked up. Um, I know a girl who got run over by a train and like, literally it ran over her legs. She almost died. And she has significant brain trauma from that event. Still, it took two years and her getting denied multiple times before she could collect disability. She literally has a fuck. She got hit by a fucking train and they were like, yeah, no, (laughs) I'm not kidding. So it's not easy to get on. Um, it's not. So let's talk about this guy. He is volunteering for suicide because it's a really weird thing to say. Volunteering for suicide. He literally says in the video, I don't even want to die. I want to be here, but I, I just can't be homeless. So he's doing it. And his doctor even knows this. They're doing, he's doing it because he's like at my age and also because of whatever disability he has, he's not really able to, to work. So He only has his fixed income and there are no places for him to live with his fixed income. So he's going to be on the streets. He's in Canada. It's cold up there in case you didn't fucking know. And he's like, man, I can't, he's like within my condition. Like I'm not going to fucking survive on the fucking streets. Like he's like, I'm going to, you know, freeze to death or, 
you know, whatever. And he's like, I don't, I just can't be homeless. So I have to die. So he's literally having to exterminate himself via the state because he cannot afford to keep up with costs that, you know, whatever your view is on this, that either the state is manufacturing or the state is just simply allowing to be within their fucking borders because this is absolutely insane. You know, the, the cost of living is fucking ridiculous. Like, I, I really don't want to hear it from the crowd of people that are like, oh, we own our land, we have our homestead, we da-da-da. That's fucking great, but not everybody's in that position. We all know that that's the ideal. We're all trying to get there as fast as we fucking can. Um... In case you didn't know the matrix has some fucking teeth, it can take a minute to get out. It's not like an immediate just, I think I'm just gonna disappear entirely and leave everything with no resources or skills or knowing anyone in the area and just by myself, like just get, you know, it takes a fucking minute. Um, it does. Could you just be like, fuck this, I'm going to leave everything behind and just like, you know, start woofing at different, you know, homesteads until I learn how to do my own shit. Yeah, you could totally do that. A hundred percent, hundred percent. Better odds of, you know, just safety and not being assaulted if you're a dude. So, you know, but women can totally do it too. Um, So yeah, you can, but it's like, let's not act like life is that cut and dry or simple for everyone. Um, it, it can take time to get out of the fucking matrix, dude. It can, especially if you got kids or, you know, you got fucking a million different goddamn things. It takes a minute. I am still making my way out. I'm still making my motherfucking way out. But, uh, you know, that could be another episode actually of like, let's address what the actual barriers are of getting out of the matrix. Cause honestly, in my opinion, it's not money. It's not even knowing what you're doing. I think a big barrier is people not having access to, um, cause they also don't know what they're doing and don't have any money, but a a way that you can kind of power through that and bypass a lot of the bullshit and kind of, you know, help yourself get to where you need to go is community and relationships that are reliable ones, not the ones that, you know, seem like they are, but then the mask comes off and you realize they're, I mean, no better than whatever you're trying to get away from. Cause that's a thing too. Uh, Yeah. So like authentic, reliable human connection, community and relationships that is so, uh, overlooked when it comes to survival that I'm just like, well, and y'all wonder why (laughs) you wonder why. So yeah, if you, if you do have that, I hope that you are incredibly grateful for it. If you don't have it, I hope you do what it takes to cultivate it. And if that means moving, then get the fuck out of where you are, bro. Do it. I've done it multiple times. I, you know, I'm cool where I'm at, but bitch, I might do it again. It's, I don't fucking know. I don't fucking anchor myself anywhere. Like the fuck I'm on planet earth. That's it. Like, I don't, I'm not like loyal to like one particular fucking square footage of it. Okay. 
And no, I'm not going to argue with you about what the shape is of it. I don't fucking know. Um, so, okay. So that was the whole deal with Canada was like, this guy's literally going to get, you know, euthanized, kill shotted. Doctors are signing off on it. Not because he's terminally ill and his existence is too painful. No, it's because of poverty. It's because he can't afford to pay rent and doesn't want to be homeless. So they're like, yep, I guess we'll just kill you. Uh, as opposed to maybe we could build some fucking low income housing. Maybe we could do something about this ever growing population who can't keep up with unbelievably inflated costs of living as opposed to just offing all of them. Like, do you see how that also plays into the depopulation agenda? Like they're just like, yeah, you can just, I mean, like be honest with yourselves, people who are listening, has anybody out there, I understand there's a lot of places that the mind can go when you're broke, right? When you don't have any fucking money and you're staring down the barrel of being homeless or you are homeless. Um, for those of us who have been in that position, I'm in that camp. Okay. Let's be honest with ourselves. Have you ever been struggling to such a degree and by yourself? I mean, you don't have some fucking boyfriend to rely on or husband. You don't got some girlfriend or some wife or something to rely on. You don't got fucking nobody to rely on. It's you, motherfucker. That's it. And, and you might be going through a lot of shit. Maybe you're in a state of perpetual, you know, loss or homelessness or whatever. You have a season of that. Has there ever been a time when it didn't cross your mind where you're like, you know, being dead would be a lot easier than this shit, okay? Because you're likely lying if that didn't cross your mind at least fucking once. It doesn't mean that you're going to do it, but it's like, come the fuck on, like, Jesus Christ. So that th- those thoughts can come to you. What, uh, what else can come to you? Uh, the relentless resolve to never be in that position again and to do whatever the fuck it takes to get out of it. So that's a thing too, um, for sure. But as, so I've experienced both. You know, which one do you think won? I'm not dead, so obviously the latter. But I've 100% experienced both thoughts inside my head. So like, let's cut the shit with the whole like, you know fucking we're American hustlers. We fucking blah, blah, blah. Okay. Whatever. Um, anyway, uh, yeah. So we're not all Andrew Tate, no shade to him. I think he says a lot of good shit, but sometimes he gets annoying. So anyways, um, Canada's, we already talked about that. So yeah, yeah. People are just dying because they can't afford to live, which is insane. And now, uh, children, They were showing a thread of kids talking on TikTok, which by the way, like why the fuck are we allowing that app? It's literal Chinese spyware and MK ultra shit. Like do y'all understand what's on our TikTok, which is like the pinnacle of human mental illness versus what's on TikTok in China for their youth. It's all educational and patriotic, likely government propaganda, but all of it is like intentional programming to like make them smarter and they're only allowed to use it for 40 minutes a day. We have kids with screen time upwards of like 10 hours a day. They're watching like Honey Boo Boo, like fucking, 
make like I the shit that I have fucking seen on TikTok has literally made me feel like I was on a bad acid trip. I'm not fucking kidding. I'm really not. Go on there. If you I mean, you know, just be careful. But yeah, there's some weird there, there's some fuck shit on there without a doubt. They did a study, all right, between Chinese children who has like the educational and monitored and, you know, uh, yeah, monitored and moderated version of TikTok for their own, you know, consumption versus the absolute hedonistic, you know, shit show in the United States. And they did a survey of what children that are TikTok users are now wanting to be when they grow up. Uh, the most common answer in China was astronaut. Cool goal. That sounds fun. Um, what was ours here in America? They want to be an internet influencer. Meaning everybody over here wants to be fucking Honey Boo Boo or Kim Kardashian or whatever the fuck. But just some, some fucking idiot that's like monetizing their own narcissistic Truman show. That's what people aspire to do here. That's fucking scary. And at some point, I mean, the, the governments know they can get away with putting that shit in front of your kids because they know that you are not watching your kids. You're letting a screen raise your child. So at some point, who, where does the fault go? You know, this is where I do agree with the argument of women joining the workforce was a fucking horrible idea. Like, do I believe women should be allowed to work if they want to or make their own money or have their own careers? Obviously, yes. But that's not what it fucking played out to be like. And now it's played out to be like nuclear families destroyed. Usually it's a baby daddy, baby mama situation. It's not very typical that parents are together, at least in my generation. Um, both parents hopefully work. If they don't, they get government assistance. Either way, they're not paying any attention to the fucking kids. Because uh, either they're behind the damn screen all the time if they're on government assistance. They might be on drugs, so they, again, they're not paying attention to the kids. Or you got two parents that work. And if they're working all the time, then where do the kids go? You know what I mean? They're either by themselves. You, you get the latchkey kid situation. That can go a number of ways, but um, they can be by themselves. They can be getting into trouble. Or you could just be like, you know, sit in front of this screen and shut the fuck up. I don't have, I don't have energy to deal with you. Um, or they're inside government funded daycares, AKA public schools and their after school programs. What do you think's happening there? I mean, come on. Also, those teachers are on TikTok talking about their sex lives and all kinds of weird shit. So yeah, if you want to find out, go on TikTok <laughs> or find out what your kid's learning about. Ask them. Seriously. So anyways, moving on. Um, oh, that ties directly actually into the next one I wanted to talk about as well. Again, this isn't me talking about these. All these episodes are going to be upcoming and deep dives into all of them. Don't ask me how I'm going to pull this shit off while also working the amount that I do and also doing the music that I do, shooting music videos, and then also the music that I get contracted to make for other people. I don't know, uh, but I'm going to do it one day at a time is how I'm going to fucking do it. With that said, 
if you ask me for some free shit that has to do with my business and I don't respond to you or get agitated with you, uh, that's why. Because, like, bitch, I don't, I'm not out here doing shit for free. You're listening to this podcast for free. You get that. If you stream my music, you're, you're basically, you're getting it for free. So don't, if I, if it's something like, you know, those fucking, uh, concealed knives that I sell, the ones that look like hairbrushes or hair combs, which actually are hair combs, you can brush your hair with it. Uh, but they're very, very effective, uh, self-defense tools and very, very sharp blades. Uh, don't ever ask me for a fucking discount. Don't ever ask me for any of that shit for free. Just putting that out there because some of you have, and it's fucking gross. Like the level of entitlement. I'm just like, really? Like you could spend all this money on all your little subscriptions to whatever fuck shit, you know, whatever streaming services, blah, blah, blah. But, but you can't afford fucking $25 for a goddamn knife that's custom and fucking you ain't going to find anywhere else. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out. Don't ask me for free shit. Don't ask me for new songs for free. Don't ask me for that shit. Go on Bandcamp and pay the pay a dollar. Do you know energetic exchange, dude? That's one of the prophecies of this era that we're in is frozen hearts, laziness, apathy, and entitlement. The uh, access of the diva sycophant. Like, bitch, just don't be a lazy entitled diva. Fuck, like Jesus Christ. Understand that everybody has something to offer. If we want to encourage that and encourage businesses to thrive outside of a parasitic system, yeah, you're going to have to fucking pay for the shit that you want. It might not be in money. Like I would trade somebody something for something else of equal value to me, but don't expect it for nothing, dude. Like fuck off. Okay. Anyways, the war on family systems, masculine and feminine roles, kids are the ultimate target. So that's going to be another one I want to focus on. I'm just trying to get y'all kind of primed. We're just doing like a, we're doing an overview, but I am going to read from an article here at this next topic right here. Ooh, that G20 summit in Indonesia, they all gathered in Bali. Uh, so the death panels suggested by old Billy boy Gates here. Death panels and digital IDs essentially is what I want to focus on for another episode. And again, I think that CBDCs are going to probably come in there. Same with social credit scores, ESG. So if you or someone you know is knowledgeable in any of what I just mentioned, let's do a recap. Black Swan events, crypto. Please don't fucking suggest some Bitcoin bitch boy to me. I, I don't want to talk to the Bitcoin people. Um, I don't, I really, really don't. Uh, I need them to understand what the banks are doing, which means if they don't understand what's going on with the regs and the ISOs, I don't want to talk to them. So CBDCs, crypto, um, the regulations, that's one war on family systems, masculine and feminine roles, the nuclear family, um, trauma based, uh, programming and all that shit, trauma-based mind control, especially against the kids. I mean, kind of anyone can talk about that, especially you just got to be, you know, either a, a, a man or a woman or somebody with kids or someone with a family or just somebody who's not an idiot. Um, you can, you can kind of see that. So 
Disney and daddy issues. That would be a fun one to talk to, with. Actually, I think I know who I can talk to about that one. But uh, let's, you know, whatever. Toxic relationships. Anybody can talk about that as long as they have a degree of self-awareness. Chemtrails. Just know some shit about chemtrails. Project Mayhem. Do you know about Project Mayhem? Do you know about trauma-based mind control? Um, do you know about the CIA's agenda to create killers, sex slaves, etc.? especially within uh, juvenile uh, celebrities in Hollywood. They get them really young. There's some real fucking disturbing intel that I have and footage that I have. Uh, so if you want to talk about that, chat with me. We can trade notes and such. Uh, medically assisted suicide programs, not because you need to die and be put out of your physical suffering, but because it's just too expensive and people are like, well, let's just kill them. So yeah, there's that. Uh, the cyber polygon black swan event theories are all welcome. Even if your uh, black swan event theory is not related to cyber polygon, I would like to have an episode where we just talk about like, okay, what, like, because one is needed. So you can't fucking act like it's not gonna, it's not coming. Like come the fuck on. It's needed in order to get to the next level. Also, if you're well read on any of Klaus Schwab's books, especially the fourth industrial revolution, um, I want to talk to you as well because, uh, he certainly did reference that book a lot at this last G20 summit, didn't he? So, uh, and I, it made me pull it down off my shelf and crack it back open. What the fuck? This motherfucker is going back to some old shit. Cause that book was actually written a number of years ago. So, the death panels, G20 summit. Let's just talk about that right quick. Let's talk about that. All right. So there's a good amount of Intel. I haven't done a deep dive into it yet, but let's see. Ooh, I think they had an article about it that might've been more extensive, but let's look at this one. The people's voice. So Bill Gates tells G20 world leaders that death panels will soon be required. That is true. Um, Unelected, <laughs> unelected world health czar Bill Gates has used his appearance at the G20 summit in Bali, Indonesia, to raise a discussion about death panels. According to Gates, death panels will be, will be necessary in the near future in order to end the lives of sick and unwell people due to very, very high medical costs. Oh, weird. Doesn't that sound a little bit like the way that just watch the video in my telegram about the Canadian shit. Cause they were doing the math on that too. Valuing a human life at 13,000. They're like, well, it ain't that much, but leave the suicide stuff in there. They're just trying to thin the herd. But yeah, they're also trying to keep costs down because they're like, well, it's going to cost us a shitload of money to give you government assistance to live or, you know, give you fucking medicine or you know, those taxes you paid your whole life into a Medicare fund. Yeah, we don't really want to give you that. So uh, it's easier to just kill you, you know, kind of like you're a dog getting put down at the vet. It's, it's, that's like us now with hospitals. So let's see. Gates went on to explain that a lack of willingness to say, you know, is spending a million dollars on that last three months of life for that patient would it be better not to lay off those 10 teachers and to make that trade-off in medical costs? What the fuck? Are you fucking kidding? Okay, see, this is the problem with this, is 
Who gets to decide who lives and dies? Because I promise you, if one of Bill Gates's kids was like in a vegetative state in a hospital, you think he'd make that call? Be like, nah, actually. Uh, and also, how how are those budgets connecting, you fucking retard? Like, all right. Let's say uh, there's a direct correlation between somebody's fucking ventilator and a teacher's salary. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think there is. But who knows? They're going to tell you that there is because they're going to say, oh, it all comes from tax dollars. Well, our money isn't real, you asshole. Also, we don't have receipts for where our fucking taxes go. And which taxes are we talking about? What percentage of the taxes that we pay actually goes to that shit? Again, let me emphasize, they print money out of nothing. So the whole thing's a fucking sham. But whatever, go on with the tax dollar shit. So, anywho, um... Wow, that's the problem. If Bill Gates had one of his kids in a vegetative state and the doctors were like, yeah, this bitch ain't coming back, he would not be like, well, you know, I bet there's some, uh, some school teachers in some underprivileged district that could really use a raise or some more job security. So pull the plug on my, uh, my fucking bloodline here uh, and let's, let's do something for the greater good. No. These rules are not for them. No, they're not. And by the way, they don't need an ex... Like, uh, oh God, the fact that I even... A lot of people aren't even going to get this. That's insane. Who gets to make that fucking choice? What, death panels? What were they going to do? Because now we're looking at a scenario of you know everything being in such a state of poverty or recession, depression, whatever you want to say, lack, need, whatever, which by the way is, is a mentality. So stay the fuck out of it. You'll be able to create some shit you didn't think you'd be able to. Um, but we're talking about, you know, them painting a picture of things being that fucking bad, which is why what I, you know, what, what I see in the economy and in the markets, I, I, I refer to it as a controlled demolition. Why would they not do that? They want to reset everything. They have to break everything first. So like, why are motherfuckers surprised? Like Jesus Christ. Um, so wow. Death panels being like, well, so, so again, you don't think a social credit score is going to come into effect in that, uh, you know, they did, you know, they weren't very subordinate. Uh, you know, they did kind of cause problems. They are kind of an undesirable, uh, if you're not vaccinated, by the way, and you ever wind up in a hospital and the death panels are like, you know, deciding who lives and dies, uh, you're for sure going to die, which you might not be opposed to, honestly, if shit gets like any more dystopian than it already is. I don't really know. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's, but that's why anytime somebody in a fucking, if I ever have to go into a, a, a doctor's place or a hospital, like if they try to ask me shit about vaccines, I'm just like, Hey, how about you fuck off? Um, yeah, I'll dance around that. I, there have been times when I've said no, cause I'm obviously not, but I remember there was one time when I lied and I said, yes, cause I was like, these people are going to probably fucking kill me otherwise. <laughs> so, um, which is a little scary. So let's see. That's insane. Who gets to decide? Who the fuck elected you decider of who lives and dies? Because last time I checked, triaging like who was worth 
spending extra money on keeping somebody alive that couldn't advocate that for themselves. Well, we already have that. It's called an advanced directive and you write it yourself. If you don't, your next of kin gets to be in charge. If you don't have a next of kin, the doctors make that call, which we all know most of them aren't to be trusted, but there, uh, but there are some good ones out there. Uh, just most of them are fucking retarded, but whatever. Anyways, um, let's see. That's insane. Bill Gates' plans for death panels mirrors the language used by the World Economic Forum regarding euthanasia and the Canadian... Ooh! Oh, I just brought this up. I was just talking about this shit. And the Canadian government's devilish new solution to solve inflation, homelessness, skyrocketing crime, and food shortages. Euthanasia for the poor. Okay, so I just got done saying that. I, ha- I hadn't even read this article. I'm reading it in real time with you right now. I told you they were fucking connected. Okay. The G20 is a summit featuring leaders of the most important economies in the world, and it's a mix of countries considered to be advanced or developing beyond the rooms where the world political leaders sit around and thrash out various issues. There are dozens of side events where dignitaries meet. Oh, I want to see what's up with them dignitaries. All right. By the way, if I sound weird right now, again, I got, I came down with a case of the bioweapon y'all. So my fucking, uh, nose is a little congested. Uh, let's see. So Bill Gates tells G20 world leaders that death panels will soon be required. Ooh, look at that hand symbol. See if I, I need to learn how to do that, that, uh, that video editing stuff where I, I could be on video, but then do the screen share where I could show you. Cause he's doing that same Illuminati hand sign, you know, with like the devil horns. He's doing it right now. I'm going to, okay. So what I'm going to do is link this article that I'm looking at and cause I'm looking at another one now and, uh, I'm going to put it in the show notes so you guys can fucking see it. Okay. And I'll, I'll say what it is. I'll just write. devil hands, Billy Gates. Okay. All right. Just so that way I remember what the fuck that link is. So yes. All right. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I want to see a video of him saying this. Is it right here? Let's see. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, it might be right. Ooh, what the hell is this? All right, hold on, you guys. Ooh. Back on Canada, the Trudeau regime says they are now offering to pay to euthanize people who are too poor to continue living with dignity. Are you out of your fucking mind? What the fuck? So for the people that love to pl- the, to, to play the I pay my taxes fucking shit. Okay, you pay your taxes, well your taxes go for fucking things like social services. What the fuck? We're just going to make things so expensive and if you can't live with dignity, meaning you're going to be homeless and starve, we'll we'll just kill you. How much do you think that costs, by the way? You do realize that that cocktail to euthanize somebody, a lethal injection, that's not cheap, okay? So there's a cost to all this shit. 
So they got to get rid of the body. You know, it's fucking, you know, I mean, they can just burn it, I guess, but still, um, incinerators cost money to function as well. So let's see. There's, I'm just, I'm looking at, Jesus Christ, I'm looking at a lot of different shit right now. I guess I could have done this beforehand, but I didn't want to. Because I woke up today, and I will get into that, maybe. Hold on. Well, this one's on ca about Canada. The Canadian government has devised a devilish new plan to solve homelessness, inflation, skyrocketing crime, and food shortages. Euthanasia for the poor. Justin Trudeau's government say they are now offering to pay to euthanize people who are too poor to continue living with dignity. What this means is that anyone who feels that their life is so bad because of radical liberal policies can now ask the state to foot the bill for their suicide. As if things weren't dystopian enough with the lockdowns and the Orwellian mandates, killing the poor because they lack dignity is now considered the new progressive ideology. On Wednesday, Tucker Carlson discussed Canada's shocking euthanasia program with author Charles Camosi, who has written a book on the subject. According to Camosi, Canada's policies are pure evil. Watch this. This is violence. This is medicalized violence. Why isn't this being covered? Why aren't we talking about it? Especially when it's poor people, especially when it's working class people who are structurally pushed into that. I think that's a question worth asking. Well, sure, and there's this very difficult problem, which what do you, which is, what do you do when an economy based on finance starts to go south and average people, you know, can't kind of sustain themselves? Do you do guaranteed basic income or whatever? This seems like an obvious choice for ghouls, neoliberal ghouls, like we'll just get, you know, force people, poor people to kill themselves. And how many times have we heard from Canada about their healthcare system, their social care system, talking down to us about so many things? And now the it's come home to roost. Canada's policies are seen for what they are. And we need, I mean, Canada has their own problems. We need to learn from this. We need to say, right. look, what's happening to our poor people, to our disabled people? The dementia population, Tucker, which we talked about the early part of the pandemic, is set to double in the next 20 years. It's going to triple in the next 30 years. What are we going to do? Are we going to put the resources into care for them? If we don't, I really only see two options, so-called robot care or straight up no chaser euthanasia. Yeah. So why don't politicians just say out loud now? I mean, so many things we're seeing now we couldn't have imagined 10 years ago or five years ago even, and now they're commonplace. That's right. Killing yourself is not liberation. It's really sad. You shouldn't be forced to do it. Like, why does nobody say that? Well, your show is an example of giving people a voice who have no voice. The people who are most dramatically impacted by this, the working class and the poor, don't have a voice. And so we need to decide. And it's so interesting to see the political realignment underway. Which party is going to be the voice of the working class, the working and of the poor, to be on the side of people who say, I don't want to die. I don't want to die, but I don't see any option given what's been offered me. That's just diabolical. It is diabolical is the word for it. And you've been writing about this for so long. And uh, thank you for doing that. Professor, great to see you. All right, hold on. So that was some shit on the Canada situation. Let's look at some shit on the Bill Gates situation. Bill Gates has become so arrogant in recent times that he is happy for the cameras to catch him saying the quiet parts out loud. You know, is spending a million dollars on that last three months of life for that patient, would it be better not to lay off the those 10 teachers and to make that trade-off in medical costs. But that's called the death panel. 
uh, and you're not supposed to have that discussion. So you, of course, well, that's making... an interesting thing you just said, which is just the last three months in life for one person or something, because we haven't had a discussion of how to allocate that money, it means we lay off three teachers to do so. I mean, in other words, we that's haven't right. had Society this type of making, allocation. We're making that trade-off because of huge medical costs that are not examined to see which ones actually have no benefit whatsoever. Well, wait, and because of pension generosity, we will be laying off over 100,000 teachers. What? Which, you know, I'm very much against that. Uh, and the whole AFT will agree with me on that. Terrifying stuff. I'm okay, I'm just gonna pause for a second. What the fuck are you talking about? What? Because of pension generosity. All, nobody has a generous pension, first off, fuck you. Second off, whose medical expenses are we talking about? And also, whose fault is that that they're that fucking expensive? Because we're like the only alleged first world country that has medical costs this fucking high. So that's another way to fix that. But we won't have that discussion. And then <laughs> all of a sudden it's, yeah, we just have to lay off all these teachers because people just won't die. What? Like, my thing is, like, where where the fuck did you just pull teachers out of your ass from? Like, other than your ass. Hold on, let's, let's figure it out. Maybe I don't know. Um, that it, That's so fucking stupid. Yeah, all the teachers are getting laid off now because people are living too long. What? I'm sure you'll agree. Gates doesn't explain why we can't pay teachers and allow people to live out their lives in peace. Why is it either or? After all, in the past, we didn't have any problem paying teachers their salaries and allowing our elderly to enjoy their grandchildren during their golden years. This is the brutal, murderous world Bill Gates and his associates at the World Economic Forum are determined to roll out as part of their great reset. We can't allow their evil logic to become the new normal. If you are wondering what else they have up their sleeve, it's worth paying attention to what was happening at the G20 in Bali, Indonesia this week. The G20 is a summit featuring leaders of the most important economies in the world, and it's a mix of countries considered to be advanced or developing. Beyond the rooms where world political leaders sit around and thrash out various issues, there are dozens of side events where so-called dignitaries meet. As James Melville asked on Twitter, why were Bill Gates and Klaus Schwab in attendance at the G20? No one voted for them. The mainstream media is declaring anyone who asks this question to be a conspiracy theorist. But it's a totally legitimate question to ask. The world's richest man and the new emperor of Twitter, Elon Musk, was also in attendance there, just before he completely backtracked on his promises to turn Twitter into a free speech platform. Musk once declared himself a free speech absolutist. Now he is point-blank refusing to reinstate Alex Jones's account and warning that freedom of speech does not mean freedom of reach. Musk appeared at the G20 alongside the more established figures of the globalist elite, including Bill Gates and Klaus Schwab, who has already used the forum to instruct world leaders to begin restructuring the global economy in line with the WEF's techno-communist vision. For his part, Gates is using the forum to instruct world leaders that death panels will be necessary in the near future in order to end the lives of sick and unwell people due to very, very high medical costs. 
Of course, Gates's death panels have everything to do with the globalist elite's obsession with depopulation. Bill Gates' plans for death panels mirrors the language used by the World Economic Forum regarding euthanasia and the Canadian government's devilish new solution to solve inflation, homelessness, skyrocketing crime and food shortages. Euthanasia for the poor. The Trudeau regime say they are now offering to pay to euthanize people who are too poor to okay. continue living. So yeah, I mean, literally, as soon as I got done making that point of what the fuck are you talking about with this shit with teachers? Like, you just you just pulled that out of your fucking ass. Um, but they need something that's going to make people emotional, right? So why teachers? Well, because, because they're the fucking, they're basically the nannies of all American children, right? If we have every parent who's, I'm not saying all, I, yes, I realize some of you out there homeschool your kids. I'm not talking about you. Shut the fuck up. The reason why I say shut the fuck up is not because I don't respect you. I think that anybody who homeschools their kid is a fucking hero, and it, that is a revolutionary act. I truly do. And I have nothing but respect for you that, that are doing it. Especially a lot of you who are doing it, just figuring it out, it out as you go. And you're pioneering that shit. I cannot imagine how hard that is. And you're doing the right thing. So I love you for that. Thank you. The reason why I say shut the fuck up. I'm really referring to just a small class of human that like might hear me make a statement about school or kids or teachers or whatever and decide that it must be about them because they too have children and they want to go on a fucking tirade about how, no, it's not true because they homeschool their kids. And I'm like, I'm not talking about you. Shut up. Like, how do you not read a description of something and know that it doesn't apply to you? <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, <clears throat> but that's just the internet. So, so yeah, um, I'm not talking. So, so please just, you know, understand that if I'm not talking about you, I'm not talking about you. Like, don't try to fit yourself in there so you can like find a way to get offended. Cause people are really good at doing that. They're like reverse Houdinis. Like they just like, instead of fucking like getting out of something, they like contort themselves to like fit into something just so, just so they can fucking freak out. It's like, dude, that didn't even apply to you. Like, why are you here? Okay. So don't be a reverse Houdini. Um, <laughs> don't do that. Uh, but yeah, so what, <laughs> what I'm talking about, what I'm talking about here, again, this was outlined in Silent Weapons for Quiet Wars. They referred to them as occupational orphans, the, this new wave of kids who belonged to parents that both worked outside the home. So they, that's literally the word they used for them is now we will have a generation of occupational orphans. Those are these people's fucking greatest dream. You have these young impressionable minds that are now property of the state. All you got to do is have control over the teacher. That's very easy to do. You just inflate their egos. Let me tell you some shit. Just a week ago, I was working at a marketing agency. I am not going to tell you which one it was. <clears throat> Cause I don't, I want to be able to work there again. So I'm not going to fucking tell you who it was. However, we, that particular day, 
were sending out material to second grade students. Um, I guess, I think it was going to their houses or some shit. I don't know. It was some like fucking school program, whatever. I can't tell you anything more about the program because then it's going to like dead ass give away like what it was um, and who, but basically it's some shit for school age kids. And so I was looking at it. I even like wound up making a TikTok off of one of them because I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Like it was so, some of it was really disturbing and some of it was funny But then I got like sick and got COVID and I was like, I'm not fucking doing anything. You know what I mean? Like I I, I haven't made that video yet. Maybe I will today. I don't know. Um, But basically uh, one of the things it said in there is there was a letter. So no, actually it can't be going to the kids' houses. It must be going to the school because it was a letter to the teacher in between the, the reading materials that was being given for free to the students to supposedly enhance their reading. But if you look at these books, I'm like, uh, I think you guys are giving them some other kinds of subliminal messages that are not going to help them. But that's my opinion. So there's a letter in this to teachers and it, the wording, you always want to pay attention to the wording because that's, the, that's, that's where these fucking spells are. Hence, they call it spelling, but that's where the magic is. This this hypnosis, this darker magic, not the fucking good shit. I mean, some people would argue none of it's good. Um, I think that people need to chill the fuck out, but also use a lot more discernment than you know they are. So it says your child in every fucking instance, and this is a teacher. I'm like, is this to the parents? No. It's like as this child's primary caregiver, and it this is a letter to the teacher. Dude, there are like girls in their 20s that are second grade teachers. That's the primary caregiver, and it's constantly saying your child, your child, your child, your child. And it's literally giving these fucking idiots, <clears throat> which I don't, I mean, again, go on TikTok, look at the fucking rainbow-haired fucktard that like has 80 genders and wants to tell her fucking kindergartners about like how her and whatever she's dating are like fucking each other. I don't know. Like that's weird. My teachers in second grade didn't do that shit. Okay. Granted, I never paid attention, but like, I'm pretty sure they didn't say that. So, (laughs) so you're telling these people that these are their kids, their responsibility, their minds are their responsibility. They're doing some patriotic service by shaping their brains and they are the primary caregiver. They're, you're literally telling these people that they're more important than their biological parents. And why is that? Well, in order for the government to get in there and really fuck these kids up, you have to have the biological parents removed and you have to essentially castrate them on a, on a level because you have to get that protective instinct out of them, which to a large degree, a lot of y'all motherfuckers have been, um, God, I could reference some shit right now. I mean, Oh man, that's a rabbit hole. Uh, give me a second. I'm going to decide if I really want to fucking make that comment or not. (laughs) It's pretty fucking dark. But a lot of you guys will stand by and literally let your kids die. Um, I, I mean, we've seen that. We have seen that. So 
if you're reduced to that, you shouldn't have kids. I'm just going to, I'm going to tell you that much right now. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. <laughs> uh, you shouldn't. Um, you are not a person and you're, you're like more of a jellyfish. So anyway, you got to get the parents out because they have the protective instinct and the man protects like, you know, the head of the family, the woman protects the child, you know, they all have different roles, right? <clears throat> so you got to weaponize the man and woman against each other and eventually just turn them into uh, foot soldiers and slaves for the banking cartels, keep them on that hamster wheel of work, 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 work. And for what? Can we all just look at for what? Work for what? Because I always thought people who just wanted that like safe, solid job with benefits where they could eventually retire and then start living their lives were like the dumbest people on the fucking planet. I'm like, first off, I'm a motherfucker that most of the people that I grew up with are dead or most of the people that I loved most and had closest to me, they're dead. Okay, I'm in my early 30s and I've been dealing with people my own age and sometimes younger dying of unnatural causes. This has been going on since since I was fucking 20, 21. A little younger than that a little bit too, but it didn't really start getting bad until I was in my 20s. Um, <clears throat> and it has not slowed down. So, so I'm like, first off, the arrogance in assuming that you're going to live to be retirement age is just delusional. Like, why the fuck would you do that? And also it's like, so you're saying you're going to give all your best years to some company that doesn't give a fuck about you, slave away, and then turn 65, be on a fixed income, and then as your old and probably have health issues, then you're just going to like do what you've always wanted to do. And then you're, you'll eventually die. I mean, the average life expect human life expectancy, I think for an American is 72 years old. You retire at 65. Okay. You might live longer. You also might not make it to 40. Like, I don't know where people get off thinking that they're going to fucking grow old. You don't know that shit. You don't. You do not. Okay. So, cause, cause from what I've seen, from what I've seen, all of the death that I have seen in my life, which is more than I can count on my hands and toes. None of them are old people. They were all my peers. So miss me with that bullshit. Anyway, um, I'm not saying old people don't die, but you get it. So, I always thought they were the dumbest people in the fucking world. I'm like, that's some slave shit. But to each their own, I guess. But now, as we just saw, between Canada and old Billy Boy Gates there, you're not even going to get that shit because it's too expensive. Even though you spent probably 40 years working a job and paying taxes into a Medicare account that was supposed to take care of you and you also paid all of the other taxes uh and then we're told you were going to get this that and the third now they're literally telling you that's out the fucking window so you're a slave for nothing you don't even get this the the, the mirage or the wolf ticket of 
freedom at the end. You don't even get that. It's like, no, we have teachers that need to work. And, oh, we're just so generous with our teacher pension. Said fucking no one ever. Um, so we're just going to kill you because fuck you. That's why you're too expensive and you're old. So do you understand that like the American dream was already a lie, but now it's like really a lie. Like now they're like, yeah, no, that's not happening for you at all. Like, fuck you. I literally know a lady in the, who is now having to be, um, in hospice full time right now. Uh, she's older, uh, obviously. And, uh, Medicare fucking dropped her because they don't want to pay for it. And this is a woman who has fucking full-blown dementia and she worked her whole life. She worked her ass off her whole life, whole fucking life worked and paid taxes. Now that it's time for that to come back around, guess what? Boom. She's dropped too expensive. Fuck you. You know what she has to do? sell all her assets, meaning she can't have anything in her name, nothing. She has to sell everything. She has to own nothing. Then and only then will Medicaid swoop in, but you can't have assets. So that's mind blowing to me. That's what's going on in uh, the United States right now in Oregon, in case you were fucking wondering. Um, so that pisses me off. But anyway, all right, let's back it up a little bit. So the teacher thing, we know why the teacher shit matters, why they're inflating these lunatics egos. The teachers matter because they don't have that same instinct over the child as its biological parents do. The teacher works for the state, right? So the teacher gets programmed much easier than you would the parents. Parents get programmed too, for sure but there still is an instinct. Great way to castrate that, rip it out of them, work them to death, make it so they're never around, make it so when they are around, they're so tired that they don't want to fucking deal with it. They're just blown out. Their fucking adrenals are blown out. Their fucking brains are short circuited. Fuck. They want to tune out behind a screen too. They don't want to talk to their fucking kid. That's what it is. So Anyway, I don't know how I even got off on that, but what the fuck? I mean, I might just cut the episode at this. Yeah. So death squads for people who can't afford the cost of living, um, or who just might be too expensive in the hospital. And, you know, we got to pay those teachers. And if you want to cut medical costs, um, Stop making them so fucking expensive. Take it up with the insurance companies. That's a big reason why things are so fucking expensive is because of insurance. So deal with it. There are so many other countries on the planet that literally have free healthcare. It's, and it's not a strain on their infrastructure. It's not bankrupting the country. Are their taxes higher? Yes, I'm pretty sure most people, well, no, because a lot of people don't fucking know how it works. This country is just run by people that are just way too fucking greedy, I think, for that to ever work. But if you look at, like, look at a country like Denmark, like, because I do know, know some people that live there. 
I mean, they like it a lot. I mean, a lot. And it's like, yeah, taxes are higher, but it's like, you can literally go for any type of medical, dental, whatever the fuck, even school. And it's not going to fucking break your bank. And then what that there is a return on investment in a healthy population. There is a return on investment in a well-educated and empowered population. Our education system is fucking garbage. So I ain't talking about America. Fuck America. If I were to ever decide to go back to school, I'd get the fuck out this country. Um, I really, really would. This country is trash. So, I, and I don't know if it can be fixed, honestly. Um, but I'm also not going to like lay down and just like watch it happen without saying anything either. So today, what did we talk about? We did an overview of podcasts to come, which are all going to be individual episodes. That was also me kind of just putting it out there. If you know people who are, uh, seasoned on those topics, let me fucking know, please. Or if it's you, let me fucking know, please. And so talk to me, talk to me about CBDCs, about crypto, digital IDs, uh, how the, oh, that's another fucking thing. Hold on. We might need to just, let me see if I can get something up about digital IDs real quick. So the G20 summit, digital IDs, hold on. Let's see. Yeah. Indian prime minister urges G20 leaders to support digital IDF. Yeah. We already know that Biden and G20 leaders declaration. Ooh, I hope this one has the fucking video. See, this is why we're going to be doing individual episodes and deep dives. So I can have time to do this before I'm talking into a microphone. Let's see. Ooh, this one was just written. Um, Ugh, gross. Oh, I have the link to the actual declaration. They did a declaration. Biden and G20 leaders declaration, digital vaccine passport will facilitate international travel requirement. Well, fuck me, right? I guess I better uh, <clears throat> figure out where I want to be and I guess stay there. I was kind of thinking Brazil. They are uh, peacefully uprising at the moment and I dig it. I really do. They're not with that New World Order shit. If you want to see some footage of that, go to my Telegram. Um, let's see. In a 52-paragraph mutually agreed declaration following the G20 summit in Bali, the leaders at the 20-nation summit have agreed to a process for digital vaccine ID IDs to facilitate international travel. The alarming aspect is found on paragraph 23 of the declaration. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and grab that. Uh, probably go through the whole thing, and I can do a whole episode just on that. Um, let's see. Paragraph 23. We support continued international dialogue and collaboration on the establishment of trusted global digital health networks as part of the efforts to strengthen prevention and response to future pandemics that should capitalize capitalize and build on the success of the existing standards and digital COVID-19 certificates. The fuck bitch. Oh Lord. We acknowledge the importance of shared technical standards and verification methods under the framework of the IHR to facilitate seamless international travel interoperability and recognizing digital solutions and non-digital solutions, including proof of vaccinations. 
The members of the G20 are Argentina, Australia, Brazil, Canada, China, France, Germany, India, Indonesia, Italy, Japan, Republic of Korea, uh, Mexico, Russia, Saudi, Russia. See, like, really, you guys? Okay, Saudi Arabia, South Africa, Turkey, United Kingdom, United States, European Union. Okay, yeah, really? Oh, yeah, it's us against fucking... All right, um... Let's see. Da 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 da. Yeah, this is not good. Well, <sighs> looking at the comments section here, I swear to God, I could do a fucking uh, podcast on just comment section. Let's see. Here's the typical: if we the people stand together, blah 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 blah. Yeah. And here's a naysayer right underneath him. Yeah. All right, I'm not even going to read that. Uh, more, li- more likely to end international travel, at least by free-thinking people. Well, no shit. Well, other than that, I mean, you might have to hire some Somali pirates to like let you fucking board a cargo ship and then sneak you past customs. You can still cross borders illegally, uh, people do it all the fucking time. It's just that, you know, we're going to have a new age of pirates. So that's fine. Because uh, this idiot below him, thank God I have no interest in visiting some other country. This is why people think Americans are dumb as fuck. Just so you know. Um, some other country? What, like America's the end-all be-all of the entire fucking planet? America is a damn third world fucking shithole country in a damn Gucci belt is what the fuck America is. I ain't saying it's the fucking worst, but it is nowhere near the best. All right. So a lot of you guys really need to uh, get out of the country and travel. I'm grateful I have been to the amount of other countries that I've been to, especially ones that are not first or even second world or developing just to get a kind of an idea of the way a lot of the rest of the world lives. Um, and then just to see how fucking weird we are. It, it really will. Fu- like I, I highly suggest it. Do it while you can. Um, and if not get to a place where you can, you know, I mean, do you want to be here? Cause it, the whole world is going through a controlled demolition. That's a fact. The thing that turns me off about America so much is just people are so, they get, they're just so fucking apathetic. They are so apathetic. There is such a deficiency in people's ability to connect authentically. It seems like everybody's a fucking scammer. Not everyone, okay? But for sure, everyone's going to find a way to take some shit that ain't even about them personal. So I just, like, in the beginning of all this, all this COVID shit, all this forced vaccine shit, I was like, man, this is fucking America. We're going to be up in arms. We're going to have protests everywhere if they try to fucking force vaccinate us. Guess what? They did, and what did we do? Nothing. Nothing. Bro, they allegedly... I'm not even sure I believe this fucking story, but allegedly we had an American revolution over a, what was it, a 2% tax or was it 4%? 
Well, now all of y'all are being, well, and even me, should I ever choose to take a W-2 job? Um, that's why I prefer ones that are under the table. But sometimes you get hemmed up in a W-2 situation and they fucking take tax. So uh, as if the fucking 10% sales tax where I live isn't fucking enough. So the feds will take 34% of anything you make. And then when you can't work anymore, they will euthanize you like a dog. So um, yeah, have fun with your job. But not saying I don't have one, bitch. I do. I still have to fucking live. But again, don't ever ask me for free shit, motherfucker. This is just wild. This is just wild. I thought America would revolt. That nobody did fuck all. Like we apparently had a revolution over a four percent tax. Now we're getting taxed thirty four percent plus sales tax plus state income tax plus toll roads. I don't fucking know. Plus this fuck shit in the skies, poisoning of all the elements, uh, propaganda in the schools, hypersexualization aimed at children. This MK Ultra agenda. Uh, Project Mayhem. Okay, look into that. Um, what the fuck else? Yeah, the fucking vaccines, dude. What the fuck? The fucking vaccine, the forced vaccination. Nobody did anything? Really? Really? Because Canada did, dude. Canada. Fucking Canada. Okay? Canada. They put up more of a fight than we did because we're some apathetic, hedonistic, pussy ass motherfuckers. We know how to talk a good game, but our problem, in my opinion, lies in two areas. Both of them are rooted in selfishness. One, we can't organize because we can't connect because we are programmed to find differences and not similarities. So we stay warring with each other and you have to be able to form a connection to have a kinship to have that be authentic in order to organize and work together. You have to know how to do that. We suck at that. All right. So that's one part of it. The other part, and I see this even as recent as yesterday, is people have this attitude of, no, don't stick your head out. It's a losing game. This, all this is inevitable. You're good. You're just going to have bad things happen to you if you stand up to these people. So it's a hundred percent cowardice disguised as self-preservation. I mean, sure it's self-preservation and it's selfish. And it's people that are just like, you know, fuck all that. Or, or my, my favorite, and I'm being sarcastic about this is, uh, the people who say, you know, God's got this. This is all God's plan. So we don't need to do anything. What? Are you stupid? Like, even if you believe the, the Bible verbatim, it tells you to be prepared for every season, you dumb motherfucker. Like, do you think that God just made you to, like, lay there on your back and consume Netflix and just be like, ah, oh, who cares if the world's burning? God's going to fix it. No, bitch. You have a role to play if you're here. You do. Like, what the fuck is with this spectator culture bullshit? It's unfucking real. It's like the most activated you guys will get is like throwing out opinions from the fucking nosebleeds on Twitter. That's like as good as it gets, really. I don't know. But it, it is that like, yeah, that might be self-preservation, but I do think it's mostly cowardice from the people that I've seen it in. It's like, you know, they want to just, they, they get what they call black pill. They might get overwhelmed. Understandable, but there's solutions to, to not being overwhelmed. If you find yourself overwhelmed, 
dude, talk to somebody about it. Someone that, that isn't going to tell you that you're crazy, obviously. And that, and that's like, you know, NPC'd out, but talk to someone about it. Cause yeah, there is a way to go about this. Like you can't just be in this all day, every day. You're going to go nuts. You got to be in action as well. So that's where the preparedness and the community building and organization comes in. And that's a whole nother fucking topic. And I'm not getting into it today because I'm about ready to wrap this up. So basically when I see it, it's cowardice. It's people that want to go back to sleep. They want to go back to the matrix. They want to, they, they want to just play the game. They want to just act like none of this is happening. And I have seen this ironically all from men too, but I have seen it so much. And I'm thinking of like, like dead ass recent examples. And like I said, the most recent one was yesterday. Hasn't even been 24 hours. So yeah, it's very, very sad to see that shit, but it happens a hundred percent. It happens. So that's why I don't think America is going to do shit. I mean, they're literally giving people and children as young as what, two now? Or did they lower it to six months? An experimental vaccine that has killed more people than any other fucking vaccine on record. And it's only been out for like 18 months. So y'all are cool with them experimenting on the children and on you. And you're cool with elders being euthanized and poor people being euthanized. Basically, everyone's attitude is as long as it's not happening directly to me, I don't give a fuck. And then it's back to the paper chase. Even if you're somebody of like a so-called liberty-minded, free thinker. Dude, some of y'all are legit as fuck. And I got nothing but respect for you motherfuckers. But some of you... Whoa, some of you, you rotten, foul ass motherfuckers, rotten to the fucking core. And everybody knows who the fuck you are. So I ain't going to fucking put y'all on blast and give you more attention, but holy shit, it's rare. And ultimately it's actually, I don't know if it's rare really, but it's, it's there. It, Bad apples can pop up in any fucking community and there's always going to be those fucking parasites that to me, I look at a motherfucker and I'm and I observe their behaviors and I'm like, okay, are they in it for the clout or are they in it for the cause? And if that isn't immediately determinable or even if it is, let's say you could, you could see, it seems like they're in it for the clout, the, the cause. Okay. Well, what are they doing? And what are their business practices? Like, are they legitimately helping people or are they wearing a mask of listen to me and I'll help you, but also give me all your money and I'm going to give you like the most basic rundown shit that I actually stole from someone else. And then I'm going to find other ways to fuck you over financially and just bleed your pockets using fear mongering marketing. Um, and it's like, yo, you're the kind of person that like all of us are trying to get away from. Like that's, that's the same practices of the matrix and we're all trying to get out and you're in here being like, yeah, let's get out. And then you go and use all these matrix type fucking tactics to try to bleed motherfuckers pockets. I'm not saying people shouldn't be making money and getting paid for their services. That's very, very different 
from using dishonest sales tactics and, you know, fucking shady business deals where you're ripping off your fucking friends for hella money. What I will say is that it's really fun to watch people dig their own graves and it happens every time. If you are a dishonest person and you operate with that energetic frequency of selfishness, of dishonesty, of greed, of, you know, being a two-faced person, um, just somebody without, who does not act in integrity, that you, you, any endeavor you undertake while embodying that energy is cursed. I don't care how much attention you might get for it in the beginning. I don't care how long you can make it stretch out. Eventually it is going to all fall down on top of you and it's not going to be pretty. And it's usually very public when that happens. So I don't know. (laughs) I'd rather wait for that shit and just focus on my own shit. So I guess that's enough, but yeah, I mean, you know, let me know if you've got people that want to talk about these other topics and, um, that's all I've got to say in regards to, you know, this whole thing with the, the digital, the digital IDs, as far as what I'm seeing, I'm going to have to read that pamphlet, but, uh, I mean, yeah, they're going to require it initially for movement internationally, uh, which is going to make a lot more people get vaccinated, right? Because people have family in other countries or people want to get the fuck out of their country or people have business in other countries or maybe they go to school in another country, whatever. But like, that's a big fucking deal. If you, if you say, if you put everybody in these electric pens like cattle and say, you got to have all your fucking, you know, bovine shots to get the fuck out then people, a lot more people are going to run to it. So it's good for the pharmaceutical companies. They'll be able to sell more vaccines for sure. Um, it's good for the depopulation agenda because most of them are going to fucking die from it. Uh, whether it's immediate or within a couple years, um, you're not going to, you know, unless you're in the, in the placebo group, which is going to be ending April, 2023, just so you know. Cause that's when phase three, phase three trials end is April, 2023. Uh, so the placebo groups will go away after that. So, you know, no sense in looking up your lot number and finding out if it was real or not. If you, if you take anything after that date, it's real. So yeah, that's a big problem. Um, but a digital ID in general, especially like, I don't know if whoever has an iPhone, like I have an iPhone, I, it just did an update. And I just got a notification this morning that said up, what did it say? Let me see if I can find it on. Learn how to set up your medical ID with important health information. Oh, really? Really? Well, I didn't know that I had a fucking medical ID on my phone. And if you think I'm setting one up, you're out of your goddamn mind. But that is fucking scary. You want to talk about a cyber pandemic or a cyber attack? Can you imagine if like all of your fucking medical information was only kept on this thing that anyone could hack really if they just knew and all your fucking shit gets wiped out and then it gets replaced with some other shit that ain't even fucking real. God forbid something happens to you. You wind up, you know, in an ambulance in a hospital, they scan your chip and they're like, oh, this is all their health data, but that's not even you. 
That's not even you. And then they treat you accordingly. You end up getting fucking killed like that. Like that, that's fucking crazy. But again, they don't give a fuck. They're, they're doing it so they can track you easier. People want to be like, oh, they already can. It's our phone. You'd be surprised. The phones aren't that accurate. They are, but they aren't. And it's also not cost effective to use everyone's phone. Plus not everybody has a phone that has GPS. Plus not everybody always has their phone on them at all times. Most people do. Not everyone does. So what's better? Chip them. Again, the veterinarian analogy, dude. They're euthanizing us the way that people put dogs down. That's what's going on right now. And then they want to chip you so they can just scan you when you come in for your fucking visit. Or if you want to go across a border, you want to get on a plane, whatever, dude. This shit's fucking crazy. Um, And the death panels, my God. Y'all already heard that. So we talked about death panels. We briefly touched on the vaccine IDs. I will link the declaration and the article and the other article that had that video that you guys heard. Um, I will also link silent weapons for quiet wars. Please fucking read it. If you, it's going to be a lot easier to understand what I'm talking about. If you have that lens, like it's like, just fucking read it. It's 48 pages. It's not that long. And then, uh, we covered what's coming up. Beware of incoming black swan events, especially if it has anything to do with Russia. It's like, come the fuck on. Look into Cyber Polygon. I'll, 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 uh, I'll link an article on Cyber Polygon as well. Um, let me put that down here. Yeah, do that. And I mean, and also if you don't understand that what's going on over there is a proxy war and also likely just theatrics anyway to like usher in the new era, CBDCs, digital IDs, centralized control everything. It ties into silent weapons for quiet wars because the whole reason why they made a fucking computer, their whole motivation was to be able to calculate and predict effectively the point of human capitulation. What does that word mean? Submission, defeat, surrender, destruction. That's it. Demet like full think full blown cattle mode. Full-blown, full-blown, docile-ass bovine in a fucking pen, retarded as fuck. That's what what they're going for with you guys. And a lot of you are already there, but like, but a lot of you aren't. But just so you know, that's like why computers were invented. Um, so that, and that's what Silent Weapons for Quiet Wars is all about. Read it, read it. That's what they're trying to do. And they also need to have everything automated and digital so they can predict it and control it. And they can even predict the future that way because everything is done based off of algorithm and data. So they literally can predict outcomes of shit that hasn't even happened yet. It's like the tech side of fucking black magic. Like it's, it's really weird. This is, this is, this is like modern day sorcery really what it is if you really understand it and I'm like I mean I'm gonna have my friend on this podcast who does build AI algorithms and shit because he'll explain it a lot better but um it's it's fucking nuts dope if you need anything from me or need to contact me all of my links are in the description box also just go to www.testimona.com for links to all my social media, uh, 
links to my blog, links to the podcast, links to my merch store, links. If you want those knives right now, they're on a discount. So, uh, right now, since you guys are podcast listeners, I'll give you the same discount code I gave when I made a post on Instagram. It's I G 40. So the letter I, the letter G as in girl, and then the number 40, and it gives you 40% off on those concealed knives, uh, no matter how many you buy. So use that coupon code. It only applies to the knives though. Like everything else in my store, it's, I'm not discounting it. If you want to do that, testimonacom slash shop to do that. Lots of new music out. Um, I would connect, dude, connect with me on Instagram, on TikTok, on Facebook, on YouTube, on Telegram, whatever. Follow my shit on Spotify because I did just release one of a three-part series and I'm about to start shooting videos for it. So please be current if you want to know what the fuck is going on because there's going to be a lot of shit coming your way. Um, I have not really been super active on social media lately because I've been working my fucking ass off doing a million different things and getting ready for that because I'm not dropping any of the new stuff until the next quarter starts in 2023. So that's just kind of what I'm doing behind the scenes. And with that, I'm ending the podcast because I don't feel like talking anymore. All right. All right, you little motherfuckers. Bye.